podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Talk about a pressure penalty from a man who hasn't always had the cleanest record, but he converts this one with cheek, with style, with coolness. Arsenal snatch it at the death. Good evening, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the same old Arsenal podcast. Uh, episode 6 uh, before we start the podcast um, just a message of condolence really um, Wayne obviously knows about this and some of you might know about it but living in Ireland I'm a keen follower of League, and I- League of Ireland football and uh, some terrible news there on Sunday that Ryan McBride of Derry City 27 years old um, was unfortunately found dead um, in his bed um, on Sunday afternoon obviously no one knows what the cause of death was yet, um, but let me tell you, Ryan was a fantastic player um, here in the League of Ireland. Yeah, Ireland's. he was, no, honestly, yeah. Um, a massive player, great centre-half, um, so condolences to Derry City um, and, of course, Ryan's family. Sorry to start the podcast on a down-up, but I just had to get that out because um, I'm an avid follower of League of Ireland football. Um, so Sad news. Yeah, it's, sad, it's yeah, kind, of, kind of close to yeah. my heart, to be honest. Lee Judges has got a new job. Lee Judges is now my co-host. Yeah. What a Congratulations, Lee. Well. Yeah. Lee. It's Judges. as good as Arsene Wenger's <laughs> new one, I'll tell you that now. Lee Judges is, Eight million a year, yeah. is my Steve Bold. Um, <laughs> well, I, hope I, more, I hope he has more impact than Steve Bold. <laughs> yeah. I'll just all, sit here and do nothing then. Before we carry on, I must thank Mems. Uh, Mems helped me um, get this podcast off the ground. Um, a lot of Mems's ideas went into this podcast um, and obviously helped it become quite successful already, I think. Um, a lot of people like to uh, get some really good feedback from everyone all around the world, so thank you very much for that. But Lee is now our co-host. Um, so it's a pleasure, and I'm glad he accepted the uh, he accepted his contract. Five-year contract. Um, no no, no, no uh, buyback clause or anything like that. It's got to stay like here. half pound. You can't, you can't go on loan, um, no. so he's here to stay. Joining me this evening, uh, two new guests. It gives me great pleasure to welcome, for a debut, Mr Wayne. How are you, Wayne? Good, good evening. Pleasure to be on again, Craig. I, I, I've missed you, to be fair. I've missed you. You've missed me, did you? Oh. Yeah. Oh. I'm glad we don't. I'm glad I don't have to see your face, though. But I'm I'm glad oh, to hear well, your voice. Well, well, you know, <laughs> I'm just every, jo- I'm just joking. With every you. cloud and all that. Every cloud and all that. <laughs> it gives me great pleasure to welcome um, from the Guna Ramble podcast. If you haven't followed them yet on Twitter, please do go and follow them now at the Guna Ramble. Giles, good evening, mate, and welcome to the same old Arsenal. Humbled, humbled to be on here with you guys. Pleasure. Uh, thanks for inviting me on. Not at all, mate. Pleasure. And Lee. Evening, Giles. And to, you, and to yourself, Sir Lee, thanks for having me on. No problems. And of course, the man who needs no introduction, the voice of reason, Claude. How are you, mate? Yeah, definitely a face for this, mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the haircut. <laughs> yeah. I've actually shaved all my hair off, actually. Um, yeah, yeah. That's the num- way to do it. Number mate. two all over. I said, fuck it, I'm not fighting it anymore. I'm not, I've, I've, I'm not trying to look like a young person anymore. Fuck it. Just shave it off. Just embrace it, Craig. Just embrace it's it, yeah. It's, it's over. It's, it's, I don't know what's next. You had a good run. Can the men get a menopause? <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Perhaps that's what it is. 
midlife. Anyway, let's get let's get talking. Let's get talking. Um, another debacle on Saturday at the Hawthorns. Uh, Lee, we were chatting via DMs the other day, mate. We're going to crack the podcast. Crack the podcast on with the state of our defending at the Hawthorns. Lee judges, take it away. You were there. Um, it looked bad on the telly, mate. What, what did it look like standing in front of it? It was a bit bad to say. The word shambolic comes to mind. It's uh, unbelievably how bad it was. I've just um, been talking about it yesterday because, um, you know, I went up to see Ray Parler and uh, Paul Merson on their show yesterday and we were talking about the shambolic defending. And uh, they were basically saying that um, the players are being told what to do and not going out and doing it. Um, that's that's one train of thought, I suppose. The other one is that, you know, I, I do look at this and I think to myself, I don't know how the other guys think about it, but um, they're the best team in the uh, the league at uh, set pieces. So why don't we change it and go man to man just for that game? You know, don't have to do it all the time. It doesn't mean to say that it's the wrong thing to do or the right thing to do and go in man to man and defend properly. But it was... You know, I have to say it was it was embarrassing. And what I'm fed up about, I don't know about you guys, is that the last two or three games, maybe even more than that now, by, by about 70 minutes, the game's over. You know, it was 20 minutes to go that game yesterday. It was finished. Liverpool the same. It was at half-time. It was finished. Bayern Munich at home, 70 minutes finished. You know, and um, it's just because we're just weak. It is weak, weak defending guys. And... Um, it continues to keep happening, and what, what's annoying about it is it, it was last week they had a whole whole week of training to sort that out. It's not like they've just come back off an international game, uh, internet, um, sorry, a, um, a European game or a league game, and they've only got a day to recover. That they've had a whole week to work on their defending. What are they actually doing in training? Uh, that that be a fantastic. I'd love to go and see their training and see what actually they do apart from their. Um, Grooming and all that. What they're actually actually doing? I don't really know. It's 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 um, baffles me how poor it is. To be honest, guys. Let's come to Giles. Giles, those goals we conceded against West Brom, um, obviously picked apart by pundits everywhere. Um, but really, Giles, you don't have to be a pundit to to realise that the defending for them goals, you know, absolutely schoolboy errors all over the pitch, mate. Yeah. Um, the thing is, we we. They said that we'd, we 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 were one of the best at not conceding set piece goals, um, and the only other time we considered the set piece goals this season in the league was against um, Everton. And what happened? Ozil went to sleep, wasn't interested in defending. I think it was Adrian Williams. Was it? Was it Williams? Ashley Williams that came in with a header late. Ashley Williams. Ashley Williams. Yeah. Ashley Williams. Yeah. Replaced Ozil with Ramsey. First goal. Not interested. Doesn't want to know. Doesn't want to know. The third goal, Ramsey and Ox don't want to know. I don't know if it's mixed. I don't know what kind of defending, if it's zonal or mixed defending. I'm not sure. But from what I could tell, those guys, Ramsey and, and Ox, their job was to block the run. Not to go up and compete for a header, but to mm. actually block the run. You don't let them have a free run. If you listen to Tony Pulis after the game, he said, we, we focused on this Arsenal game. We knew how they'd set up. Uh, they'd have defenders along a line, along a line in defence, and then they'd have two outside, and they'd have nobody in the middle blocking the run. Uh, Johnny Evans said that we knew that they'd let us have a free run. That's what Johnny Evans said mm. post match as well, and that's what transpired. We've had all week, as, as Lee said, we've had all week to, do, to 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 work 
on a defensive game plan for the set piece, and it just it just it just went to pieces. I don't know what's going on between the training ground and when they cross the white line. I don't think I don't think uh, they don't uh, respect Wenger or whatever. But some there is some sort of breakdown. There's some kind of I don't know what happens once they cross that right line because any sign of 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 um, anxiety or, or stress, they just seem to yeah. crumble, fall apart. You know, they just seem to fall apart. And and like Lee said, just by the fiftieth minute, by the seventy minutes, it's 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 done and dusted. I just don't get it. You know, um, the, the the defending was awful. I mean, the second goal, people were blaming Mustafi. Let me let's wind back to Liverpool away. Koscielny did the same thing against Firmino. Mm. Left his position, went up for a header with Firmino, lost out. They're in behind us. The same thing happened with Mustafi. So I don't know if the, I, people have been saying Mustafi's rubbish and Bellerin's rubbish and this player's rubbish. I think these guys have been given a, a really tough time because of the, the, the way that we're setting them out to play is not beneficial. I don't, think, them out I, I don't think they're being coached properly. I, yeah. I, I, no, I, agree, yeah. I find it very hard to believe that we have Steve Bold as our assistant manager and we're so bad at defending. I just... It's, I cannot fathom why we are so bad at defending. Claude... Johnny Evans, yeah. even Johnny Evans yeah. knew what was going to happen, mate. Why have we? I mean, I see a fella tweet out after the game that we've become predictable. My answer to his was, mate, we have been predictable for the last five years. Why? Why are Arsenal so predictable? Because everyone knows how to beat us. Yes, of course, everyone doesn't beat us. I get that. But we go away to West Brom after getting tanked by Bayern Munich. You would have thought at least the players were going to be up for this one. What went wrong, Claude? Well, I don't know what you say up for it, but have we got the desire now? I mean, we can't win the league anymore. I'm just thinking about it today. Have we actually got the desire to win these games now? Because we, it's all right saying, oh, it's for, we've got to go for top four. But is that is the motivation in, the, in, the, in this team to do that? I mean, we can't win the league anymore now. That's gone. And I wonder if it's to do with the desire of the players as well, you know. I'm sure... I can't understand. Does he give these instructions out and they don't, and they don't abide by them? Or is he not giving them instructions? Mm. Do, you, do you understand? Yeah, it? Either mate. way, it doesn't look good. To, you know me, I mean? I, to me, Saturday gave me a firm indication, and we'll bring Wayne in on this gave me a firm in, uh, firm indication that there is something very, very wrong between Arsene Wenger mm. and the players. Um, yeah. Yeah, was, but I just I just don't think... I, I think now they... I don't think... The, I think also there's no desire to... There's no... It's, to me, it's not that, that desire. We haven't got... It seems like we haven't got nothing to play for. Yeah, but, and I think that maybe that has an effect on the players. Claude, I don't know. Claude, Claude, West Brom had turned forty points. They got their forty points. They'd lost mm. two in a row. They had nothing to play for. They no, beat us I, I know that, Giles. But see, I think when it comes to playing Arsenal, I think it seemed that teams seem to be lifted to play. Yeah, they want to I do play. Agree with you that. know, yeah. that thing, yeah. there's a big motivation to yeah. beat Arsenal. You yeah. watch West Brom, they'll play next week. They'll play some other team, and they will not put that effort they they put yeah. in against us. Yeah. yeah, you know that's. It's 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 pureless. It's all over. I've been. Mm. I mean, they, they they could have played Chelsea yesterday. They would not. Uh, or Man United. They wouldn't have got that. Those two goals that they they would never got. Then two set pieces that they got. 
Never in a million years. But I just, I just think maybe I don't know whether I, I've, I've had a big think about it today, and I think maybe is it that is it that we've given up on on the league now, and maybe we're just throwing it into this FA Cup. I don't know, but it just at the end of the day, it's it's not good enough, and we should be motivated to win every mm, game. But absolutely. It, there's a this is a massive problem now, and I think um, it's got. Uh, I think we're now. This club is in a. It's a. It's a mess now. Everything yeah. is. The whole club is a mess. There's no communication at all between the the uh, direct. No one's giving any communication. What's going on? With it's just they've gone off uh, and it's complete silence. And we're all it's, guessing. It's making it worse, isn't it? The club not and every and all this about. Um, everyone goes on about the media, the media, me. But the media is the communication between the, the club and the fans. That, mm. that's, the, that's our communication between the media. It shouldn't be like that. The club should come out, mm. or Arsene Wenger mm. should come out and say, mm. all right, I've signed yeah. a new deal. I'm here for two more Can years. Can I ask a question? Like, you know, just like, because I think this is, this is, um, you know, very, um, very important to turn up to, yeah. to a fan. When Arsene Wenger turns around and says, I made my decision, I'll tell you in a, in, in a, in a little while. I think that is the biggest kick in the nuts I've yeah, had for a very, very long time. That's what I was while. just about to say. Yeah. It is a massive kick mm. in the nuts. Wayne, Arsene mm. Wenger comes out on Saturday and he says, I've made my decision. I'll let you know. As Lee says, I'm going to let you know. It, 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 that's disrespectful if you ask me. And, totally. And, he, and he's, asking respect, a, he's asking for respect from us. Now, I'm sorry, mate, but if you're going to disrespect me, then don't ask me to respect you, you know? What, what's going through his head, Wayne? Look at this, look, with Arsene Wenger, you're dealing with a guy who interviewed the actual chairman for his position, mm. you know that kind of way, so you're not dealing with, a, with, with any, any, any normal kind of a guy, like, I have the utmost respect for what he's achieved at this club, and I don't want to, um, to, to, go, down, to go down the road of just completely slating 24-7, yeah, yeah. but at the moment, at this present time, he's annoying me to the point where I am getting a little bit irritated by him. Rather than beforehand, I used to have a lot of respect from. I used to say, "Listen, I, lo- I love listening to this guy speak, and I love listening to him talk." And I would literally, I would literally just, I would, you know, watch old YouTube clips of him sitting down at interviews, talking about life and talking about everything from childhood and all that type of stuff. And all that type of, all that type of um, nostalgic kind of, uh, you know, affection that I had towards him is just it's vanishing day by day. Um, at this point, the more I the more I kind of listen to him because um, the way this club works from the top down is is, is quite easy to see. And, and I think one of the quotes in that uh, at one of the Arsenal AGMs uh, about two years ago, I think summed it up when when uh, people were getting annoyed over the like the ticket prices and they were getting annoyed about um, uh, season ticket prices. And there was a few things that were that were being that were that were being um, asked at the AGM. Uh, Mr. Keswick turns around and says, uh, "Listen, thank you for taking an interest in our affairs." And like, I think that is that is a bigger kick in the teeth for our Arsenal fans. You know, th- you're talking those guys at that AGM who are going to Arsenal for forty years, fifty years, season ticket holders, yeah, AST members, the whole lot, everybody. You know, top down, like they're, they're at the club longer than some of the board members. Yeah. And that 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 just summed up the way that board treats the fans with utter, utter disdain. They they really have no respect for them. Um, and I, I think, like, Wenger kind of sums that up in a, in, in a way, the way he carries on, him, the, way he is, the way he is carrying himself at, at the moment, you know, because he, he is accountable to nobody um, above him. 
and he he when he is when he is questioned on you know poor results and things like that you know he doesn't seem to take it seriously when the media he looks down on them as if like you know he always has an excuse he always has something to say you know well, well look look at we didn't win a league but liverpool haven't won a league in 20 years um tough you know judge me in may well like he says, "Judge me in May after a couple of bad results in November." Now we're coming up to, we're, we're you know we're fast approaching May, at a point where we know what's coming. We are we're all sitting here now. We know what's coming. It's going to be outside the top four. It's going to be the worst season under Arsene Wenger, and then we're going to give him a two-year deal on the back of it. Um, I don't understand the, um, I don't understand what it, what it, what it takes for um, Wenger himself to actually look at that and say. You know, maybe it is time to take a step back and and, and and allow this club to develop. Maybe I've taken them as far as I can take them, um, but it's like I don't, I don't, I don't really give it. You know, I don't really care what, re- what people say to me. Is that the, you know the, the players have a portion of blame to take, but ultimately the entire, the, the entire, the, the entire project, the entire thing boils down that the manager is accountable before anybody. Before all the players, the manager is accountable for the for, before anybody because he is the one who sets this entire thing up. He is the one who chooses the system. He chooses the players for a system, and he puts that team on the team on, on the pitch. Um, now, although we all looked at the team on, on Saturday against West Brom and we thought, you know what, I'm happy enough with that squad. It looks as if it's you know that that eleven should be able to beat West Brom. The problems are rooted an awful lot deeper, and none, you know, we all saw it. In the back of our heads, we all could see it coming. But we didn't want to believe. We, we always believed Arsenal, West Brom. Yeah, we're going to beat these guys. We, we this is this is Arsenal, not West. This you know this is we're not we're not we're, you know we're we're a top side here. We should be going out here, putting up a good performance and beating them. But the problems are deep are deeper than that at the moment, and I don't think they are actually uh, fixable um, in in any sort of a short term or like oh, as in over over this summer. I don't think they're fixable. I think there's there's deeper problems there. I think there's structural problems within the club that that need that need addressing, and it's going to and, and 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 it might not um, it might not be uh, resolved in a summer uh, under Arsene Wenger at all. And this is where the big problem lies um, for the future of this, uh, the the short term and long term future of, of this particular squad of players and the club. Um, so Wenger himself. Because he's not accountable to anybody, Craig. Um, you, you're talking. You might as well be talking to the wall. Yeah. You know, meet the meet the lads. The lads who ask him the questions after the football game, they might as well be talking to the wall. They're not going to get anything from him. He turned around and said, "I'm, I'm going to, uh, you know, I'll let you all know my future very soon." He didn't. And then he turned around in the next bed and said, "I'm going to Paris to decide on my future." Now he's in Paris and he's he's doing an interview for Being Sports this morning. And he said, "No, I've made no decision yet." So he went from. I know what I'm doing. I'll let you all know soon. To um, uh, I'm not too sure what I'm doing. And then it's in Paris. It's when it, on an interview today. It's uh, no, I don't know what I'm doing. So yeah, the trouble there you is go, right. with the communication oh, today. You know, it's mad. Like the trouble I, I just don't understand where the, where that where he's coming from. Mm. Oh God! How he can justify his own position there, really? Claude, go on. Yeah, the trouble is when he plays games with the media, he's playing games with the fans because they're the, they're the communication to us. Exactly. Exactly. So that's what gets me. And what gets me? He said a couple of months ago, he said we've got um, we've got uh, the best squad he's ever had, and now two now two months later he's talking <laughs> about ho- overhauling the squad. So what, let's make our yeah. minds up here. I think we've been messed about here. It's a it's a joke, really. Mm. So let me just. How can you how can you go from being having the best squad ever? 
say and then to say that we need a complete overhaul. What's going on then? Yeah. Let me just ask you all a question. Uh, sorry, Giles, do you want to come in there? I was just going to say, like, if you, you know, there's, there's two popular, uh, you know, the King Canute story. There's two, there's actually two stories. There's two different, depending on which one you believe, there's two different stories. There's the one that the commonly known one is the one where King Canute says to his subjects, I can go into the sea and I can make it stop. I can, you know, I, I can, I can sit on the sea or walk in the sea and it's not going to wake me wet. That's the kind of, that's the, the caricature that we're seeing in Wenger now. What he says in the press conference these days, I don't take any notice of. Yeah. I don't take any notice of, to be honest with you. He, yeah, there's he, been too many lies, George. He's right, too yeah. many, do you know what I mean? And like, he's, 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 he is an autocrat. He doesn't believe, in, he, 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 you know, when you try to counter him, you'll say, I've been in this game 33 years. I've managed over 2,000 games. What have you got Many games have you managed, yeah? Exactly. What have you got to tell me about football? He's not. If he's saying that to the public through the media, <coughs> there's, nobody on, there's nobody upstairs that's going to tell him anything. There's nobody upstairs. Gonna, and you've got Stan Kroenke that loves him to bits. Mm. Absolutely mm. adores the the, the, the the ground that the man walks on. Secondly, sorry, sorry, Craig, before you... No, nah, mate, go on. Carry on. Um, I wanted to say, I've been to a few of those. I've been to the last... Well, Apart from last year, Wayne, I went to the, the previous three AGMs. And let me tell you something. The disconnect between the board, the club, and the fans grows year on year. The disconnect grows year on year. Lee, Claude, you, were probably, you, you guys are probably older than us three. You are probably around in the early 80s and, and whatnot. Yeah. Apparently, those days, there was a lot. There was more of a connection between the board and the fans. When we yeah. had the problems with Terry Neal and so on and so forth, you know, you could speak to the board, you know, and air your grievances. And in, and in certain quarters, people have said that the fans had actually, you know, the board actually listened to the fans to take out people like Neil and Graham. You know, that George, is it is it true that is it true that they actually um that they actually they, they veto the questions before they're asked? Yeah, uh, yeah, they, so they, they, uh, oh yeah, they vet the questions. They vet the questions. Oh yeah, absolutely. Mm. They vet the questions. That's madly. And, and they refused to answer something. Like, I remember the last one. I didn't go to the one last year, but the one in 2015. Um, hmm. Keswick and, um, yeah, Keswick openly refused to answer certain questions. It wasn't happening. I, I remember, I remember uh, approaching Terry and Neil and Ken Fry coming out of the Marble Halls and, they, and we had a bit of banter outside as well and he, he, he nicked my chips as well. He said, I'll have one of your chips, mate. You know, <laughs> that, that's how we could talk to Terry and Neil. You could talk to people like, uh, you know, but... You couldn't. You won't get anywhere near Arsene Wenger now. You know, it's just only person that gets near him is Ty. <laughs> <laughs> Let's come. Let, let me ask you a question. This is a question um, I was asked actually uh, the other day. My opinion on the aeroplane uh, <laughs> that went over the Hawthorns. Um, I'm not too fussed about the you know the Wenger with respect one because apparently that was paid for by the board. Uh, I don't know how true that is, but. Um, that's, that's the rumour that's going around. For me, that aeroplane was humiliation. And, I, and I'll come to you, Lee Judges. Um, that, that, that was just trying to humiliate Arsene Wenger, and I didn't agree with that. Yes, I want him to go. But that was just utter humiliation. Lee, what, what, what was your opinion on that on that aeroplane? Totally embarrassing for yeah, me. Yeah, embarrassing. I'm, I'm, I'm embarrassing, like, you know. This, it was, me and Claude were... Um, a game a couple of weeks ago, last time game, and um, there was all the protests going on, like, you know, and, you know, Claude goes every week, I go, but we was reluctant 
to, to join in because of the respect that we have for Arsene Wenger. You know, you feel like, oh, it's not very nice on the man and everything like that, you know. So to have that go up there and go across the field, he knows it's on there. I, I don't think he deserves that. But I will say this afterwards, after coming out on on, on Saturday, I'll, as I said earlier on, you know, he's, he's, he's kicked me another time. Do you know, I, I want something, you know, I want something that I feel now that Arsene Wenger doesn't care about me going to games and all the thousands of fans up there. It, you know, he never acknowledges us, never um, says sorry about anything after a game. And I'm, I'm beginning um, to, to wear thin of him, I'll be honest. And, and one of the reasons, you know, and I, I said it on a tweet the other day, and this is, this is dead true, and I'm not lying. We had a family doing all that around my house. Arsene Wenger come on. Me and my dad used to get up, stand up, and demand silence while he spoke. Now we don't. We just turn the telly off. You know what I mean? And that's how it's become. And I, I, I listen. I don't think. I, I think at the end of the day, you know, let's stop embarrassing that. At one one thing is to stop embarrassing ourselves by doing things like this, and also, you know, stop embarrassing him. But I will say, he, it's got to go both ways, Craig. You know what I mean? Like, I feel that I'm being disrespected as a fan. I really do feel that, you know what I mean? Like, you know, I was sitting there yesterday in front of, we was going up, going up on the car and we were saying, do you know what, what t- our time consuming is to go and watch Arsenal week in, week out? The, 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 the travel, um, everything that goes with it. Uh, and, and to feel that you're not being appreciated is, is a big kick. And then you see other fans of other clubs, like i.e. Liverpool, who uh, I, I, I put on the same sort of par as us, you know what I mean, as, as far as clubs are concerned. You know, they've got their manager going in there, thanking them, uh, comes out and talks to the players, you know what I mean, the supporters and things like that. You know, we haven't got none of that, you know, none of that whatsoever, you know, and I feel it's, it's it is, um, I, I feel, you know, cheated being an Arsenal fan at the moment, if I'll be honest, and it's not good, it's not good. Giles, what about you, mate? What was your... What was your... I agree with sports, both of you. Yeah. I didn't. Um, I agree with both of you. I didn't like the plane. The plane idea, the original plane idea. I certainly thought the second one was absolutely. If it, it couldn't, I didn't think it could get any cringier. And yeah. then I saw the second plane come out, <laughs> and you know, it oh, just hit another. It just it hit a new depth, didn't it? It just hit a new yeah. low. Um, whether who it's come from, whether it's a club, whether it's Keswick's brother's son or whatever, in Japan. I don't know. I don't really care. I think both. I, I just, I just don't like seeing our club be little. To that we were we were laughing at Man United fans a few years ago. Exactly, we're doing the same to Moines, and now we're doing this. I mean, there there are better ways, I think, of making your point known to the club. But what I will say, if Wenger does, and if, if it's true that Wenger has signed two years, and they're hoping that that will quell the fans, and it continues to the end of the season, we don't win the semi-final, we we end up outside the Champions League spots, and then we go into next season the same. It's gonna it's gonna intensify. The yeah. protests will intensify. The means, the actions, the motives, the act, you know, the tactics that people will use to put their point will intensify. So the plane might just be the tip of the iceberg. I don't know, but um, yeah, I'm in agreement with both of you. Didn't like it. All right, I'm mate. embarrassed. I think what I want to do is that I want to move away um, from Arsene Wenger because everyone's talking about Arsene Wenger on podcasts and, and stuff like that. Um, next subject I want to go to is our goalkeepers. Um, I I think Petacek is finished, in my opinion. Um, I think we have a better goalkeeper. Um, 
on the books at the moment, but unfortunately he's not here. And I'm talking about Chesney. Now, this is my opinion, um, and we'll come to the, we'll come to your opinions and other people's opinions. I'm sure I'll hear on Twitter. I think Chesney should be recalled, and I think Chesney should be put back into our first team next year. Um, I've been watching him playing for Roma. He's playing very very well. He seems to have matured a lot. You can see it. You can see it in his game. Yes, he makes the odd calamity still, but what goalkeeper doesn't? Um, Claude, we'll come to you on that first, mate. Uh, Chesney back to Arsenal next year for you? Oh, <laughs> you know what? He has. The, he's got a lot of ability, but I don't like his attitude, Craig. I think it's his attitude. I think he's mature, I mate. That, I think I can see it. Oh, I, I don't know. I just don't like his attitude. I think he's that he could he could have been a really top keeper, but I think he's got an attitude problem. I think the, you know I always said that about Nicholas Benter as well. I thought Nicholas Benter could have been a top player, but it, it's just that they haven't got the right attitude to be playing professional football, in my opinion. Okay, and I just don't at the top level. I don't. I, if we could, I think I agree with you about the goalkeeping situation. I think checkers see I. Uh, Check to me is uh, coming to the end. I think he's the mate. He, I think since he had the um, uh, accident at Reading, yeah, I see. I think he's he's not been the same keeper. I think he's deteriorated and slowly. But I also believe that if we're gonna, we need. I think I, I think we've got a, a young keeper there, but he's not quite ready. Martinez, I think yes, he could be goalie, yeah. top keeper in the future. So I, I would actually go out to, and you're not. Uh, I would actually go out and get a, uh, another keeper. I think a few a few years ago, I think uh, we we could have bought uh, Hugo Lloris, and I think we made a big mistake yeah. there. I think we should have bought him four or five. Uh, how he went to Tottenham instead of us. Yeah. How we we let him go to Spurs with uh, Wenger's uh, knowledge of the French. I thought he would. I thought he would have been a must for us, but. Mm. Because I, I think he's the best keeper in the league, Hugo Lloris. He's a fantastic um, goalkeeper. Right. Keep... There's no doubt. If there's other, uh, I mean, I, uh, I like this. Um, uh, was it? Uh, who's the keeper? Is it Butler? Um, Jack Butler, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think, but at, at the moment, I think we we have to. St- uh, he's going to be out for a few weeks now, apparently, and he. Uh, that's check, right. Um, yeah, that's right. Four so, weeks. Yeah, yeah. So we've got David Ospina. Oh, no, I'm not. He's okay, Ospina. Whether he's he's not top 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 level, he's not. He's okay. He's not. Yeah. No, but um, especially on the defence uh, we have. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and sometimes, yeah. So yeah, we need two keepers. <laughs> I'm not too sure. I'm sorry, but I know what you're saying about Chesney, but I just don't think he's got the right attitude to be. To, to be a top keeper, that's how I see it. I'm really not about all the other boys, what the other boys think. Would you give him a chance, Claude? Would you give him a chance? Yeah, but he's had chances before, hasn't he? And he's on his day, he can be a fantastic. I know, I he is a fantastic goalie. I've got to stick up for him. I think he's fantastic. Yeah, but like you say, yeah, yes, completely. His attitude is wrong. It's the it's the attitude because when Absolutely. he was, a, I I remember when he was on loan at Brentford. People at Brentford were telling me how uh, what an outstanding keeper, you know. This is this is the bloke for the future, you know. Mm. And uh, but I think he got too too big headed, and I think sometimes when you get if you haven't got the right attitude, you can't go further. You can't go further up the top, and that's stopping him from going to the top level. I mean, 
I don't know how he's... I've not watched him in Italy, so, I mean, how's he getting on? He's doing very well, I've got to say. He's doing really well. the most clean sheet in Serie A, apparently. That's not not nothing to... Something to be proud of, that. Wayne, what what are your feelings on Sir Chesney? Uh, Look, the way I see it with Peter Cech is... um, he, he was a fantastic keeper in his prime, and I think his prime has got... But, but you see, in his prime, he had a fantastic defence in front of him as well. Um, and that was right up to the time he left Chelsea. He was... Um, although he, he spent he spent his last... When, when Courtois came in, he spent that last season on the bench. The previous season, they were you know they, they were bang there as well. He's always been at the top with, with a decent defence in front of him, with John Terry there and... and um, you know, he's been the, he's he's been in front of him for most of his career, really. When he came, I'd say he didn't know what hit him when he arrived at Arsenal, because um, he's a fantastic reflex keeper. I mean, if a ball comes at him quickly, bang! His his hands are fantastic. He's great hands off the ground, which is a game that Wenger likes to play. Czech is absolutely terrible. He cannot kick the ball. You know, he can't find a man on the halfway line with a ball. It goes out of play. Um, his short his short game with a football is is just it's something that when he started off as a keeper um, probably younger that that really wasn't in vogue that type of a game where you use the keeper as an extra man and I don't think he's adjusted to that really because he looks terribly awkward when he does get the ball at his feet um, there's a lot of balls going out play with him um, he, he doesn't seem to a lot a lot there's a lot of he, he hoofs the ball an awful lot and that's it's detrimental to the way we play. Um, at the moment, like I haven't watched Chesney enough this season to say to, to say, listen, Chesney is, is excellent with his feet, and maybe that's the type of keeper we need. What I did, what I did always like about Chesney was his reflexes as well. And he was only a young flanel; he was a young guy. Um, uh, he was a fantastic penalty stopper as well. He was a great, you know what I mean? He was, he, he was a tall guy, agile. Some, some. He, in fairness to him, he pulled off some serious saves, like top world-class saves. He pulled off in his time, but again, as Claude was saying, his attitude. The only thing is, a attitude. It, it tends to kind of, as you grow older, you mature. Um, Chesney would be approaching kind of a more mature age now. So with with that in in tow, I don't think Chesney would be a, a downgrade whatsoever on Peter Cech. In fact, he might be able to um, improve beyond what Peter Cech's level is now. So for that reason, I wouldn't be against Chesney uh, actually coming back, um, to, uh, coming back to this team because I think he does like it at the club, um, and he's been here. He was here since he was a young guy, and I think that spell away, that, that those couple of seasons away, might have, you know, just given him a kick up the arse mm. and also given him plenty of experience in a tough, tough league. Um, to, you know, to come back into the Premier League, with, and 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 if he if he feels, okay, right now this is my last chance at this club. I really need to push it now. That could be the motivation he needs then to actually just you know to excel at his own profession and and, and be and to, to you know to 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 bring himself to a level um, that 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 the likes of Peter Cech was spoke about in his prime and the Loris and the Hayes and all these lads. If he wants to find himself at that level. He really needs to take an opportunity if he if he is to get the opportunity back at Arsenal. Um, he he really needs to grab that with both hands. Um, if if that's not if if he's if it's not to be that he doesn't come back because I, I do think he burned his bridges a little bit with Wenger. But uh, if it is to be that he doesn't come back, we're gonna have to be in the market for a new goalkeeper this summer because Aspina is gonna be off. Um, I think everybody t- is aware that he's he, he's gonna move on this this summer. He's only that was his first game in the Premier League. Um, 
this season, I think, um, against um, against West Brom. Yeah. Or his first game in a long time, something like that. I'm not too sure somebody will pick me up on that now, but um, it, I don't think he wants to hang around for that at his age um, either. Martinez will probably will hang around. He's still only a young guy. I think, I, I think that guy's got a great potential as well, but whether he has the, the mentality to... To, to command the defence, to to organise a, a you know a team in front of them, to organise people at, at corner kicks, to, to to boss people around, to order you know to be to command that box, you have to be a certain bit of a madman, a bit of a you have to be a serious personality to do it. I think Chesney will be more suited to do it than Martinez, just judging by body language and the way he carries himself. That's you know I could be wrong there, but I mean. Chesney is a bit of a mad hatter, and you do need that little bit of a mad hatter streak to be a, a top top goalkeeper, you know. Um, because people that your own defenders don't question you, they just say, oh, just do what he says. It's it's better off, you know. Like Layman was like that, you know. If you ever answered him back, you know, he he, he bust you in the dressing room afterwards. If that was the type of guy he was, the type of respect he got, and uh, he was able to organise defences, yeah, and that's why we were able to. A goalkeeper is you know is a, is a vital ingredient in winning a league, you know. I just. You, you need to have a good one, you know. And at yeah, the moment, absolutely. as I say, we need to, we probably need two goalkeepers in our goal uh, and to take a, <laughs> a, a midfielder or a defender. If I'm being totally honest, um, but look, it's it's it doesn't look that the goalkeeper is only it's a minute, it's a major part, but we have bigger problems than that. Lee <laughs> judges, Lee judges. It is what it is. You're not a fan of this. He's um, I haven't I haven't watched him in Italy to be honest. Don't watch it, but um. Is who's who's still number one for uh, Poland in goal? Is uh, it uh, Fabian? He, uh, he is. They, 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 they mix it. They mix it. I think. Yeah, they do mix it up. But... Well, I think Cesny would be the Chicago, first. I've seen him play in Dublin. I've seen him play in Dublin for years ago. He, he was number one. If he hasn't took over from Fabianski, then there's um there's there's, there's your answer straight away. Yeah. Um, Couple of things about Chesney that I never liked. Do you remember against Spurs? He made a great save against Spurs. Yeah. Got up yeah. and started celebrating, yeah. and then from the corner he conceded a goal. And yeah. for me, that yeah. was it for me. For him. Yeah. I just, <laughs> oh, yeah. I just think that he's uh, he's got all the potential to be a good goalkeeper. But for me, I would go for the uh, Sunderland goalkeeper now, Jordan. Yeah. Is it Pickford? Yeah. Pickford, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's what I'd go for. Young. Um, bit of experience and just someone that I think that would um, I, I feel with uh, Chesney that he's, he's had his chance basically um, do, you not, do you not think we'd be throwing somebody like Pickford to the Lions uh, Lee with the way our, their, our defence is set up at the moment <laughs> you're, you're saying he, that Sunderland's defence is better than ours yeah, I think he's saved. He's, he's had he's, he's faced the most shots in the Premier League or something like that. So he's he's had plenty practice of, of playing behind a yeah, terrible yeah. defence. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I will go that route. <laughs> I will say this about Petr on on Saturday. As soon as he went off, I said that we're, we're in trouble here. He made a great save before that, though. You know, I mean, I, I still think yeah, he's, yeah. he's he's still um, again. I think you know. He did make a great save. There's no one playing well, you know what I mean? I think even mm. he's still all, all playing bad. He did but make uh, a... I would still stick with Czech no, um, and bring, bring in Pickford as a young goalkeeper coming through and I'd sell Chesney and I would sell West Brin. Nothing against Spring. I just think that he, uh, or Spina, should I say. I just think that he's... Um, or Spina? Uh, yeah, I just think that he's he's done well for us over the last couple of years but I think he deserves to play first team. I don't think he's quite... Yeah. The, the Premier League quite suits the way he plays so I would sell him bring in um, 
you know, Jordan Pickford and keep check. Um, Chesney, you know, uh, I'm, uh, I'm not a lover of him. I've got to be so. I don't like his attitude. I'm, I'm with Claude on it, really. Uh, smoking in the dressing room, for me, um, I'm, I think that's a bridge too far, I think, for him. But How about that keeper from Burnley? Heaton. Heaton. Nah, not for Heaton. me, mate. Can I come in? Can I of course come you in, can, mate. Please? Yeah. So I just want to answer. First, I'll start with the two keepers presently at the club. Then I'll talk about Chesney and, and then finally who, I, who I'd who i like to see come in. Um, I think Wayne made the point about how, you know, uh, it could have been Claude, I'm not sure. One, one of the two of you made a point about how um, when we got him from Chelsea, we all thought he was getting a great goalkeeper. Even though he'd gone down 5%, we were all in no doubt. We'd got one over Chelsea finally, you know, by getting one of the great goalkeepers. Had we got him when Wenger originally wanted him in 2003 or whenever it was, we probably would have got a check in his prime. Um, by the time he came here, um, I think what, for me, the elements that have, 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 have seen his decline, apart from his physical decline, are that he was playing in front of the defense, behind the defence at Chelsea that had just won the league, that were mean. They were fucking miserly, you know. Um, they wouldn't... They knew that he had a problem in front of his on his near post. They wouldn't let get they wouldn't let shot get, get they wouldn't let the opponent get shots away towards his near post. We were letting shots get away from all over the place. That didn't help him. Um, <laughs> secondly, Christoph Lollishon, the goalkeeping coach over there, brilliant goalkeeping coach from what I from what I understand. We've got Jerry Payton. We all know the story about Jerry Payton. He should have been he should never even been allowed to get into London Cody, let alone be there for twelve years. Um, Christoph Lollichon at the moment, I think he's been. I think Conte actually um, doesn't allow him to train with the first team. I think he trains with the academy players, and I, I think earlier on in the season he was doing a bit of consultancy work for some non-league teams. What he's doing over there, twiddling his thumbs whilst he's watching his mate check getting pelters from all over, I do not know. Thirdly, I think Wayne, you made a really good point about checks distribution. It's awful. I couldn't believe how awful it was. It really is. It's a letdown. I don't get it. Um, so, but whether we get rid of him, I don't know if we will get rid of him. As for Espina, I, um, I don't think he's a... I think, uh, wait, and Lee, you said that he's not a Premier League goalkeeper. He's not. I don't think he is. I think he's much better to this European game or to the continent or the, the Champions League games than it is in the Premier League. If you remember last season, the last time I remember him coming in was at West Ham. If, you were, if any of you were at the West Ham game, Fuck, you know, you knew that they were pinpointing him. You know, he was awful. He was a, he was a bag of nerves at, at Upton Park, and we saw it yeah. again when he came on last Saturday against against West Brom. They pinpointed him. He's a small goalkeeper. He's jittery. He's he's not used to being you know being intimidated and being crowded around on his on his goal line. He's just not. He's not a Premier League goal. A Premier League goalkeeper would have come and cleared his line from those kind of situations. He'd have taken control of those. Too, too nice, isn't he? Yeah. He's too nice. He's just not. He's just. He's much suited. He's much better suited to the continental game than he is to the Premier League game, in my eyes. Like him yeah, as a goalkeeper, I don't think there's actually much difference in ability-wise between them now. Them two. I think I saw a stat last season that was saying that his 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 goalkeeping, uh, his shot saving and whatnot is 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 is, is, is kind of on par with Czech. So, you know. But um, as for Chesney, didn't want him at the club at the time. We 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 we, we effectively sent him to Coventry. Uh, as you all said, he's a great shot stopper, great ability, just too many head farts. Yeah. Too many comedic <laughs> moments, too much banter, too much nonsense, you know, and he needed to go. And at that point, I was like, yeah, he's, he's dead to me. 
But I actually have to say, I do watch Syria, and you know, he has matured over. When I watch Roma, I actually—it's funny—I don't really, I don't really focus on him because he's not—he he just does his job. Yeah, he's very competent. One of my issues with him was his distribution. I thought he was absolutely terrible. Oh, his distribution was—it was on par with what we're seeing with Czech now, Wayne. You know, but yeah. I have to say, the stats. Uh, one of my mates, uh, Phil Costa, had a stat. He said that um, he's got 84% passing accuracy over 34 meters. So that means break. He breaks lines with his passing. Yeah. You know? Mm. And now, nowadays, um, I make Clive, he's been up, he'd say that nowadays, a goalkeeper, nine out of ten touches is with his feet. Your feet. So you've got to be good with the ball at your feet. And if, you're, if, you're, right. if you've got an 84% accuracy over 34 metres, that tells me that you're not too shabby. So if he's matured, you know, he's, he, like you said, Wayne, he's, he's got the most clean sheets in Serie A. I've looked at the Serie A table. I think, apart from Juventus, I think Roma are the next best uh, goals against record. He's maturing. He's had two years away. He's grown up. He's become a man. Is there an opportunity for him to come back if we let Ospina go? Ospina go? Maybe. Maybe he's at the point where he can take over from, from Czech. You know? Fourthly, mm. my last point is, if we are to get somebody new, um, I'm, I'm, with Wayne, I'm, with, I'm with Lee. Pickford's my man. We were, apparently, we were in for him before he got injured or we were, we were hovering around. It was, I don't know if we made an offer, but there were definitely firm inquiries made about him. And he's the man. I mean, for me, young English, like I said, he plays behind a terrible defence and he always covers himself in... He, he, he's never, he, he never covers himself in shame. That tells me this is a kid that he plays well under pressure. He's, you know, he's, he's premiership battle-hardened and ready. 21, he's got, what, 15 years left at the top? And he's going to be available. Yeah, he's young, yeah. And he's he's going to be available as well, yeah. Well, sadly, yeah. If they go down, yeah, if they go down, so it looks like they will, people are going to be, clubs are going to be in for him. This is your future-proofing that that, that department of your goal for another 10, 15 years if you get someone like Pickford. You know, that's that's fair show, yeah. Okay, interesting points, lads. Interesting points on old uh, Sir Chesney, as people like to call him. I want to just go over to Twitter and answer some questions um, that we've been sent in. So thanks everyone for sending in your questions. I'm going to start off with uh, with one from our uh, one one from our good friend Ado. Um, thanks for the question, mate. Thanks for uh, taking the time to send it. And we'll. We'll have a little free-for-all on this one. So, what are the positives of Arsene Wenger extending his contract? <laughs> Who wants to start? Can I go that? first? I answered that earlier on. Can I go first? Yeah. It's going to save me some money. <laughs> <laughs> Is there any positives? Is there any positive of Arsene Wenger signing a two-year contract? His bank account will be fairly positive. <laughs> is there any positive for Arsenal Football Club uh, I wouldn't imagine in my opinion uh, no I have to say again Yeah, I have to agree I can't think of any positives can anyone think no. of any positive Claude if I was to play one... go, go on Claude okay more appearances the one thing that, the one, fan the one... TV for me <laughs> 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 the one thing that you would say about a long standing manager would be um the, the obvious thing that you would you, you you would suggest keeping a long manager would be stability. But I mean, 
we are we are in a in a place where we are <laughs> we're absolutely all over the place. So stability is out of the question, and that's the last thing that we can actually that he can that that she could cling to as a, a reason for him to stay. Because as far as attracting uh, players, our two best players are about to leave. Um, as far as tact- tactical, you know, uh, uh, tac- tactically, he's all over the shop. Mm-hmm. Um, can he motivate the players anymore? I don't think he can. Can he? You know, does he does he get his teams right? Um, does he does he does he place faith in players too? You know, average players too much. I think he does. I think he ticks every every box, every negative box going rather than more positive boxes. You know, so I don't think there is a positive a positive. Um, it, there's there's any positives to it, but it looks like we're going to have to grin and bear it. Absolutely, it comes. It's a very interesting one, um, and this comes in from Fabrice. Thank you, Fabrice. Um, do we think that Arsene Wenger secretly owns a majority share of Arsenal? Could this be why he has so much power? It's a bloody good question, that. Anyone? Uh, he's well, he, just, owns a, he owns a flat in this Arsenal stadium, doesn't he? So, yeah. <laughs> Probably owns um, a flat. No, I don't, how would you know? You know yeah. uh, it's a great <laughs> question, isn't it? It would kind of make um, sense, wouldn't it? Why has he got so much power? I'm, sure, I'm sure he has shares. I'm sure he has shares. Yeah, if Piers Morgan has shares, I'm sure he has shares. But... Um, I don't, I don't know what I'm not so sure. I, the, thing, the thing for me is, um, it, I'm trying to play, I, I want to play devil's advocate just so that there's another opinion to what we all kind of, we all, I think we all share the same opinion that we have no confidence in him. And I'm trying to play devil's advocate. And I'm trying to find reasons for positive for him to be at the club. But I keep contradicting myself in my head. I'm thinking, well, all right, stability. Well, as Wayne said, it's not stable. Um, he's the football man. He's a thinker. There's nobody else in the administrative position that is a football thinker. But then again, you know that if he was, if, if he he might well he might well employ another yes man above him, you know. So there's no reinvention. He said the other day that he wants to reinvent himself. He can reinvent himself. And you think to yourself, well, how are we how are you going to prove that? After I mean, looking at your rec- your your record for the last few years, there's there's no there's no proof of you reinventing yourself. You know, when you do it five it, years ago, when when the results were more or less the same, exactly. You know, exactly. So, w- w- how do we believe that? Um, how are we supposed to believe that he can steady the ship for another two years and and, and 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 not even not even take us forward, but keep us in the play, same place? If you look at our competitive landscape, you look at you look at um, Tottenham, you look at Everton, you look at Liverpool building new stadiums and new stands. You know, getting more money, new money coming in. You know, it's going to be proven on the pitch as well. Imp- improving on the pitch you know and you think to yourself well okay we're not going forward it's going to be bloody hard to stand still well, I've just thought of a positive you know just thought of a positive you know that if he come out and said you know I've made mistakes and I'm going to change and I'm going to do this then maybe yeah. that would be a positive but, but Lee 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 that's mm. we've, had lip, we've had lip service we've had lip service yeah mate I've got I'm, I'm, I'm just I'm I'm just putting it out there because yeah, at the end of the yeah. video, he can't just turn around and say, Charles, he cannot, can come out and say, I'm going to sign a two-year contract and it, what I'm doing now is going to work because I don't, you know, even his, the, the great believers in him wouldn't believe that. You know, look, listen, I'm, I'm, you know, I'll go back to myself, you know. I believed in this man five, six, seven years ago. I, I, I believed when, when we moved to the stadium, I believed he was, do, he was going to take us to the promised land and all that. But what I've been seeing... And going to games and what I've been watching, I, I, I've I've come to realise that now, unless you change, it's not going to happen. And the, and the fact of the matter is, he's, 
from my point of view, it doesn't look like he is going to change. So if he's not going to change, then as far as I'm concerned, he's got to go. If he come in and said, do you know what, I've got this wrong, I'm going to go back to, to, you know, we were talking about this yesterday, you know, the midfield that he used to have when we was a great side was, was, was Vieira, Gilberto, Edu, Ray Parler, big, big solid players, you know what I mean? Squad players like Grimondi that was a, was a dirty little so-and-so, you know what I mean? There, there was Sol Campbell, Torre, you know, we had the best out of him. All players that were powerful. If he turned around and said, "I'm going to go back down that route," and uh, uh, I'm not saying this um, that I would, everybody's going to go and ball with it, but it, it would be a positive if he come back out and turned around and said, "You know what? I've got this wrong. I am going to change it." Uh, at the moment, there's no positive with him. With him, if he's going to sign a two-year contract, do you, do do you remember do a few, couple of years ago? And I'm talking about you. Everyone says he's tactically inept, yeah, and I, I agree. But remember a couple of years ago against Man City when he when yeah. he uh, pulled the right tactics and won the game. Yeah. Do you remember that? So real, fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and why can't he go back to doing that again? I mean, why is he that? Star, is he that? Because he he was he getting has, it he right. Ha- he, he, and- he has tried that. He has tried that 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 exact lineup of that team. And, but you have to remember, Claude, as well that there's there is other managers out there who are who are very very smart, mm. and they will think mm. like we, we, we like myself and Lee do a lot of podcasts together, and we often sat there on on a Thursday night and we predict the lineup for Saturday morning and actually get it right almost ninety percent of the time. Mm. So if, if if Joe Soaps like us can get the lineup and the and the formation right on a Thursday evening on a podcast, you can bet your bottom dollar that Pep Guardiola has his homework done on exactly what we're going to do, what, exactly. what he's going to come up against mm. um, yeah, exactly. on, a, on a Saturday Again, morning. You, you understand what I'm saying? Well, what I'm saying is, I re- do you remember that also that European run we had in 2006 yeah. where we hardly conceded a goal? He completely changed Martin the tactics Keon there Keon. as well. Hey? Well, that was Martin Keon, that was Martin Keon marshalling the, the, the defence, wasn't it? I mean, that was a ragtag defence that we had yeah, leading in that we, run. Yeah, but, but it was Martin... But, but I'm saying tactically, it was completely right until the final. Yeah. We got that really right. We got yeah. it spot on. We but he didn't, but he didn't even, even. But he didn't retain Martin Keown, did he? Senderos yeah. was a centre back. Yeah, that, he did it. Yeah, yeah, he, was long, he was alongside Saul Campbell. Yeah, but he was played left back. but it was it was Martin Keown that was coaching that defence. Why didn't he retain him? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, why didn't he? He doesn't, Listen, want, he doesn't he, want somebody that answers to him. He doesn't want somebody that says no arse. And actually, I think we should do it this way. So, so what we're saying then is, you know, let's, let's be honest then. You know, so we're, we're, I ain't going to swear, but we're effed for the next um, two seasons then because that's because he's not going to change, is he? I'm, I'm saying that. Lee, 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 Lee what, 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 what is what is thing? What 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 what? Well, our vision uh, uh, as fans, what we want is to achieve, uh, uh, you know, to, to, to compete and to win and to compete for trophies, which is what all the great managers want to do. Your Ferguson, Shankly's, Paisley's, Busby—they all wanted to win trophies or everything mm. for them. That's that's that's, and they had a, they had that insatiable, they had that you know that that absolute determination to win and to do anything it took to win, whether it be. You know, um, slowly have a whack at a referee or whatever the case, whatever case they don't everything to win. Winning for Arsenal is achieving the board's targets. Winning for he haven't said it today. It's not all about trophies. I mean, that's that's not what fans want. I'll tell you what, Craig. Can I can I just throw something at you? Just uh, just off the just a bit, just a little question for all all of all of all three of you to go for a lot. And you've got one question, right? 
you've been asked by the fans to go and see Gazidis, okay? And you've got one question you can ask him, right? And that's the only question you've gone, that you can do, all right? Now, the question that I would ask is, to give you a little bit of a taster, is like, you know, what do we actually... What do we actually move to the stadium to compete for? Because we don't compete in the league, we don't compete in the Champions League, and we don't compete in the transfer market. That'd be my question. So, what are we competing for? Mm. It would be a it, you, it would be a great question. Um, fantastic Mark, question. That's why I said my, it. My, anyway, my, my, question, my question to <laughs> my question to Gazidis, my question to would one be, question. Yeah, my question to him would be: Do you actually want Wenger to extend? Ooh, I like that one. I'm going to write that down, Giles. Because if you heard what's heard with what's been coming out, you know, today, you know, if you heard what's been coming out last night between last night and today about are the board singing from the same hymn sheet? Yeah. We, my my question, would be, my question would be to him: What do you actually do? <laughs> <laughs> I work for Arsene Wenger would probably be his answer. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I don't exactly know what he actually does. And what, no, that's and a I, great question. That's a great I question. I mean, I don't know what he does because I mean, the, what 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 does he do? Mm. I mean, he's picking up all these bonuses every year. But what does he do? I don't know. My question. Do you know what he does? No. My 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 question to Mr. Gazidis would be, why did you lie? You know, you know, Craig. You know, Craig. I was just about thinking about that. The the the, the comment about the uh, you know being on a par with uh, Bayern Munich, you know, and so forth and so forth. And the thing is, I sometimes think Gazidis gets a harder ride than than he deserves, than he should be, you know, than he actually deserves. I think he's he's not a football man. He's a marketing man. He's you know he's, from what his background is with MLS. I think he's done, you know, he's done. A, he's he's tried to implement. He's done a fair few things. He's the one that. I get that. Brought in the consultant. He brought in the consultants from Stat DNA. He persuaded Wenger to actually work with them. They eventually bought the whole company for themselves. They had them, you know. Um, he's 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 tried to. He's waited. You know, he came in at a time that we were tied into these really punitive long-term deals because we needed the money up front for the stadium move. He's tried to better those deals. You know, um, I get all that, Giles. And right? I think, but... and I and I think, I think, I think, Craig. I think, Craig. Actually. Um, in a man, he's a man in a position where he's brought in. He was, if we're led to believe, if we believe what we're led to believe, he was brought in by Wenger. He's worked for Wenger. He's, he's kind of in a rock and a hard place because he. Wa- I do actually think he wants to actually take the club forward. I remember in 2015 when we went out to Asia, and he's and he's, he's interviewed one of the, one of his rare interviews. He wants to take the club forward. I just think he's hitting he's hitting a ceiling. I Does can't he want to take it. the club what, forward just, on the pitch or off the pitch, though? Yeah, this is what I, I, I mean. Both. Just one second. I just think one second. Both. He mm. lied to me. He told me. Now, I understand that he's done some good sponsorship deals. I understand that, right? But he lied to me. He told me that we would be competing with Real Madrid, Barcelona, and Bayern Munich on the pitch once we'd moved to the Emirates. Yeah. And we're not. And we're so we are. Not. We've got better toilets than them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about purely on that comment. That is, is All right. the biggest lie let, he let ever this, told. Let me put this to you, Craig. If they're saying to you, if they're saying to Wenger, here's your war chest, go and spend it. And he's like, you know what? Actually, actually, you know what? I know I've got 100 million there, but you know, I might only need 40. 
I might only need 40. And Ivan can't say nothing to me. I, Ivan can't say nothing to me because he works for me. And the only person that will listen to me is Stan. But I know Stan isn't in it to win trophies. So who's going to tell yep. Wenger to go out and and spend, you know, and, and use that money to its fullest well, extent to make sure that you can... pair of bollocks, don't they? Simmel. Look at the position. Look at his position. Look at his, I'm asking you guys to look at uh, Ivan's position. Look at Ivan's position. How much can he do? You're, you're talking like he's Wenger's boss. You're talking like he's actually a proper CEO, like like we had, like Man United had Martin Martin Edwards, David Gill, Peter Kenyon. He ain't none of those guys. He isn't none of those guys. But we we're looking at him like he should be one of those. He ain't none of them guys. His position is is in a weakened position anyway, so he can only do so much. So he from in my in my head. I, I, again, it's I have no commercial. Joel, I, I, I've got, I, I'm not saying that you're wrong there, but I, I think that if, if that is true, right? Yeah, just I'm just putting this out as a scenario. If that is true, that he's he is in a weak position, and now he's seen all those banners out there and everything, all the fans going for him. Wouldn't his position change a little bit? He's been conspicuous by his silence, Lee. Mm, yeah, he ain't said nothing. Yeah, yeah. He hasn't come out to defend. He hasn't even said. He hasn't even come out. He hasn't even said anything to John Cross. No, it's just saying, oh, we back, we back Wenger. Only Chips has been wheeled out to say that it was a mutual decision. It doesn't seem mutual. When you think about it, is it a mutual decision? You lot have just said that Wenger's been given, he's allowed to tell to tell us when and when he can make his decision and what his decision will be. Ivan's been silent. As I suggested, you know as I suggested the, more you, the, more you, the more you say it, you know, it, it yeah, makes yeah, absolute sense. You know I'm, I'm, I'm not saying I'm right. I'm, guys, I'm not saying I'm right. I'm no, no, saying, no. It makes absolute sense. Charles, don't you think this is where we should have a director of football instead of all this uh, carry on that we have now? That, that's been spoke about in the last few weeks, though, hasn't it? Yeah, absolutely right. No, but, but, again, I, but I've been saying it for years that we should have a director of football. Years I've been going on, but uh, I mean, why have we got this structure we got now? Claude, I went to the ASD. I'm a, I'm part of the AST. Yeah, I went to a meeting a few years ago. We had uh, Rafa Honigstein there. Yeah, um, this is about 2014, 2000. I can't remember 2014, 2015. And I said to him, "Look, um, Rafa, what do you think of the position, uh, um, the the role of a sporting director? It's it's been it's been on the continent for donkey's years. It's a way of life on the continent." Do you think that could be done here in England? He said, yeah, it could be done. But then some other old fogey was like, nah, we don't need that. Nah, we don't need that in the English game. I think people were remembering the Newcastle debacle with um, um, Dennis Wise and the other guy, Lambert. They remembered, I think, Dave Bassett at Nottingham Forest when he was a director of football. I think think Newcastle were on the right lines, but they went about it the wrong way. You know, we need it. You're right. If it's done right, it's done effectively. You know, in England, we're so well, we're so behind the times and we believe that our way is the best. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But but they employ football men in those positions. Exactly. Commercial managers. Exactly. Exactly. Look at, look at Ajax. They bring back their players and they educate them. They bring back their ex-players and they educate them and they put them in those positions. We don't do that. See, the nearest we had was David Dean, really, wasn't it? I mean... And since he's gone, that, we haven't had that's that's what we need. We need someone like that. And I've yeah. just done a, I, I just think this I just think this club is just based to make just to make money and that's it. They're not interested in winning trophies, just making money. 
And I think I think Cronkier is just a, just wants to make money. Once he's made his money, he'll, he'll just sell up and go, and that's it. It doesn't even go to games, Cronk. I have to say that, you know what I mean? Like, Does he feel the pain that me and you no, felt no, when we walked out of that game against West Brom? He's, he's using no. he's using Arsenal as a as a as a what you call it a bookkeeper to me. Yeah. That's all he's using Arsenal as. And and and, and, and the thing is, Clive, you're, Claude, Claude, you're right. And we our first mistake was when David Dean walked out that door. We did not replace mm. him. We asked Wenger to actually man, handle the handle the cash till. Mm. And from that point on, we created an autocrat. Every year that went on, he became more ensconced mm. in his position. He didn't want to be mm. told anything. He, but I've got an economics degree. I'm also a football manager. I think mm. differently. I can do this job. By the time it came to 2012 or whatever, you couldn't tell him anything. There's absolutely... We had an opportunity to... Some people don't like her, but we had an opportunity to bring in Karen Brady at the time between um, mm. Dean leaving and Gazidis coming in. But apparently we, we, we looked away. We went elsewhere because she was under investigation for some kind of financial irregularity at Birmingham or something, which she was cleared of. She was a gooner. Her dad is a gooner. She's a businesswoman. She's a hard-nosed businesswoman. I'm not saying she's been a, she would have been the right appointment, but that's the kind of person you want as a director of football. Absolutely. Some, someone as ruthless, that's a, that's a, that's a, that can share a philosophy with their manager, but also guide them and let them know that, look, you, do, you deal with the team. Tell me who you want. I'll try and get them. But at the same time, you know, Great, great points you're making there, Giles. And the, the one thing that, that and I'll tell you this now, that, that keeps everybody sort of fondness, fondness of uh, David Dean is because when Arsenal lost, it hurt him like it hurt yeah. all of us. Yeah. And, and that's, that's the problem now as a fan, that you look at that ball and, uh, that, you know, they're not bothered that we, that, that how us fans are feeling. David Dean felt it because he was yeah. an Arsenal man, you know what I mean? And that's the, that is the thing. He's also the, on, he's also the only one, Lee, who could actually pull Wenger aside and say to him, listen, exactly. Arsenal, we need to do something. We need to change it up here. Um, and nobody... Oh, we lost him. Hmm? We lost him. And, 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 and he's right. There's nobody been since... There's nobody since that's been able to tell him, look, mate, blah, 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 blah. That's why... Claude, you were saying two years ago we should have appointed a director of football. We should have, but and now he's saying he can reinvent. Do you really believe, Lee, that he can reinvent himself? He's. He, I know they oh, say oh. That they say you can teach an old, an old dog new tricks, but can you teach this dog? Oh, new tricks? I would love him to, Giles. Do you know what I mean? I'd, I'd love him to to um, to uh, reinvent himself and and prove me wrong and prove every other. Uh, every other person out there wrong and, and rub his nose in it to Mourinho, rub his nose in it to Pepper. It's not going to happen and I, because of what I see. I watch the game against West Brom and I watch the team that's well drilled, well organised, and I can't. And I'm, I'm walking away from West Bromwich Albion's ground and saying, why can't we be drilled like that with all the players we've got? Why can't we? I'd like to ask that question to him. Why is that? Why is um, Tony Pulis? Being able to organise a defensive structured side like that, and then hit us on the break like they done, why can't you do that with all the players that we've got? Well, what a side we'd be if we could be like that, you know? What set pieces? You know, what I mean, obviously they're sitting it, you know, while we're they're working on set pieces and things like. Why are Arsenal not doing all this sort of the stuff? The thing that gets me, you know, Lee, can I just jump in there, Lee? Sorry, the thing yeah, that gets me in. is is that we did used to play football like that <coughs> under Arsene Wenger. 
yeah, do you I think, know. Do you, do you mm. think, guys, Craig, do you think that when he became de facto CEO in David Dean's place, he took his eyes off the prize because he was managing too many issues elsewhere? I in think the that. Club. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, man, of Good point. Yeah, absolutely. Of course. I mean, Craig, I, Craig, I'll give you my question to Gazidis, and I think everybody, everybody might have something to say about this one because um, I, I said this is what I would ask him. I said, I said, hello, Mr. Gazidis. Uh, in two, in two thousand eleven, you made a statement, and this was the statement you made. Arson is ultimately accountable to the fans. They ultimately make judgment. If you are seeing the relationship between the fans and the manager break down, that is unsustainable. And I would ask him, straight up, what is, uh, what is your opinion on your own statement, given the current predicament uh, and, the, and the dissatisfaction with protests and fans? Surely, um, you ha- you, uh, if you're a man of your word, you, you will, uh, you know, just, it, there, there has to be some sort of a, you know, you can't, you, you can't come out with a statement like that and then just not back it yeah. up, like, you know? But why, why? His oh. argument will be, well, there's only a couple of hundred people outside. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. True, not, yeah. Has he said that, though, Claude? Has he said that, though, Claude? Well, like I, said, I, go back to, I go back to the proven point. My Arson point, my has. Arson has, exactly. Gazidis yeah. hasn't said a thing. Mm. And to your point, Wayne, I don't know anything that's going on back there uh, uh, behind closed doors, but his silence is deafening to me. Giles, do you think that Gazidis doesn't want Arsene Wenger to sign a new contract. I have a feeling, and I don't know if this is true, but I have a feeling there might be some changes at boardroom level. And that might tell us a bit more about this whole saga. Hmm. I think he does personally. All along we've been led to believe, all along we've been led to believe that the bordering one, we're in, they're in unison, they're all back Wenger, they want him to stay, blah, 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 blah. Let's see. Let's see. It will be very, very interesting, I've got to say. Mm. Um, we're going to wrap it up there, lads. We've been nattering on for an hour and ten minutes. Um, been absolutely thoroughly enjoyable to be chatting to you all again this week. Um, sorry about last week, chaps. Uh, I must just put that in there for people who listen, and obviously to uh, the lads here. I was dying of man flu. Um, I wasn't too sure if I was going to make it. Oh, here we go. Yeah, I wasn't too sure if I was going to make it, but uh, my wife got me a drip of chicken soup, um, and I was a, a changed man in two days. So uh, my apologies, out, my apologies about that. Lee's got a cold. Oh, Claude, have, yeah. Claude's got a cold. Yeah. I'm getting over one. <laughs> I've any got girls, more of a cold, mate. Any, any girls <laughs> who are listening, just just be thankful you can't get man flu. I've, um, I've got Wengeritis, Wengeritis. <laughs> oh, it's sketchy, Claude, it's sketchy. <laughs> I would like to thank uh, Wayne for coming on tonight, mate. It's been a pleasure speaking to you again. Um, an absolute pleasure. Absolutely, Craig. Uh, th- thanks for having me on. It was a thanks pleasure talking to the lads here. Um, uh, Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the Ireland. Uh, <laughs> yeah, lads, I just, I'll, sign, I'll sign off on a quote here from Peter Hillwood in 2011, and then that'll be me done. We will not accept second best. We never have. We will strive to maintain the performances that we have had in the last 14 years. I think Arson is getting it right again. Peter Hillwood, 2011. Make of that what you will. Jesus Christ. Claude, thank you very yeah, much, you mate, for giving us your time. I appreciate it. Okay. Cheers, Claude. All right, boys. Thank All you right. both for having me on. Not I'll a see problem, you, Messi. Not a problem. And Giles, <laughs> thank you for taking time out of your uh, hectic schedule to come and talk to us, mate. Yeah, thank, thank you for having you, me on. And uh, by the way, thank can you. I just can I just add um, 
Giles is, uh, is on a very good podcast called The Guna Ramble. It's a worth a listen. It's and well, after listening to it tonight, you, I'm on it. You've got, you've got to listen to it as well because of course, of course, it's course, a, you, can't, you can't advertise other people's podcasts, mate. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, no. I'm only joking. You know Checks what? in the post, Clive. You know yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? It's, 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 he's got some very good people on there, including Clive, who's fantastic to listen to. You, really yes, good. I would like to have a chat yeah. with Clive myself one night. I'd love yeah. to have him on there. Um, you know what, Craig? Um, it's, it's just, you know, it's been such a nice change of. Of, of, of atmosphere to actually not be the one leading the conversation yes. and actually be able to have put your own opinions across it's very nice you know I mean? so I thank you for the opportunity for that no, yeah, no, no it's been it's been our pleasure mate it's been our pleasure and hopefully we can get you on again um, yeah, absolutely you know loved um, it but yeah I, I hear where you're coming from sometimes I go on to different uh, things and I like to be able to uh, have a go if you like um, I don't do enough of it on this one but uh, that's probably a good thing. It's difficult thing. leading the conversation. It's very difficult directing and leading the conversation. You do a very good job, Greg. Thank like you very much, Giles. I appreciate that coming from you. Thank you very much indeed. I want to resent uh, great. No, he's said, speak it off, Giles. Leave it. <laughs> 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 and, and Lee makes an excellent co-host as well. Oh, yeah, I thought I was fantastic there, Giles. What do you reckon? Like? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's ill, bless him, Giles. He's ill. He's ill. I'm, sure yeah, I'm, no, I'm, as, I'm as useless as ever. He was mentally jaded. He's mentally yeah. jaded. <laughs> Little bit. Li- yeah. I go into, I see, well, before games now, I go into some bloody depressed way, way so it's about to play games, you know what I mean? So, I think we're going to draw, when I, when I see him, I know we're going to lose, you know what I mean? It's a joke. <laughs> Milt's gone stale, isn't it, Claude? Hey, sorry, Milt's gone stale. Yeah, I'm afraid so. Yeah, I'm afraid it is, mate. <laughs> and I'll tell uh, you what, I won't be. I'll tell you this, this for real. If he does another two years, that's me finished. I, I'm not, I'm not putting any more money into this club if he's staying another two years. I might go to the away games, but I'm going to make a boycott home games. Yeah, we're going watch it down the pub, club. I mean that. I know. I mean that. I've got, got to make a stand, mate. I'm sorry. Yeah. Can't have him another well, two. Fair years. play to you, Claude. I've no got way. to say, fair play to you, mate. No. Fair play to you. Until, that's how I feel, mate. I'm sorry. Well, that's why you come on. I, mate, I, I love the geezer for what he's done, and I, I appreciate what he's done. But it's now it's time to go. It's time to go. <laughs> and, and it's on, time for us to go. Time for us to go. <laughs> on that note, thank you, everyone. On behalf of my panel tonight, thanks for listening. Don't forget to follow Happy us on Twitter. On Twitter, don't forget to follow us on Twitter. <laughs> we know where Lee's coming from. <laughs> yeah, I <yeah>. wish. <laughs> yeah. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Same Old AFC. You can follow uh, Giles. Uh, I will put I will put all the lads' uh, Twitter handles um, up on a tweet. You follow them all. Um, thanks for listening, and we shall see you again next week. Well, we won't see you. You'll hear us again next week. Until then, up the Arsenal.
Until next week, uh, thank you very much for everyone who listens to us. Thank you all for subscribing to us on SoundCloud. You can now subscribe Good to lads. us on iTunes. Uh, remember to follow us on Twitter at SameOldAFC. Remember to follow, follow Claude, Kenny Ken and Lee also. And until next week, up the Arsenal. Up the Arsenal. Sports Social Podcast Network. <laughs>